0: How when when goal setting, um, how do you guys think about pursuing the right goals? There's a lot of things that you know you can pursue. And how do you think about pursuing goals that are worthwhile and actually move the needle? And um, and then also kind of a part two to that question is how do you set a goal so that it's achievable, but also um something that stretches? How I guess just kind of Take me through that thought process.
1: Yeah, I'll I'll jump in real quick. Um, just at a high level from my side, you know, I think as far as you know, what's the right goals worth pursuing? Um, this Robert and John probably do a good job at uh, sometimes maybe reeling me in a little bit too, because I, I, there's a lot of things I want to do. Um, and but really, it's got to align with our vision. Like, where are we going? What's the company goals like as a whole? And do they align with that, so our mission and our vision like where are we going as a company um and what what are our annual goals that we need to meet, and do they align with that so if they don't um you know then they may become secondary um and then, as far as i guess the you know realistic versus stretch um I always think if you if you set a goal that is sort of like an easy um like everybody's on board and like yeah that's super easy no problem we knock it out of the park it's probably not quite big enough of a stretch
2: to me it's it's really yeah looking at you know what what is our mission and and what's the vision like what are we trying to accomplish and so just making sure that when we when we're going to decide what we're going after um, you really have to look at are these going to help us get there and if they're not, um, maybe there's are things that are nice, nice to do, or we want to do at some point, but maybe they're not the things that we need to focus on. So, I think to me, starting with where you're going and where you're heading kind of help make that determination. Um, and then, as far as uh, you know, what what's uh, what's the right balance uh, between realistic and and the stretch goal? Um, I mean, to me, I, I think of You know, like a stretch goal. If if you set if you set the bar high and 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 expect, um, you know, great results and hold yourself to that high standards, um, then it's really rewarding when you actually accomplish it. You know, and if you set the bar really low, and and then you you hit that goal, it's it's just not that fulfilling. You know, like it's not like you didn't. Um, I guess for me personally, like you, you just kind of check the box at that point. Like there's nothing, um, there's nothing rewarding about it, and and for me, it just feels like you didn't put the extra effort in that you could have. Um, so I think trying to, you know, think through from a realistic standpoint and say, hey, yeah, I know we can get here, but let's try to push it a little bit. And uh, you might not have all the answers on how how you're going to get there right away, but you know, if if you uh, if you you know if you put the work and the effort in you'll be able to figure it out and get there so i think just making sure you set something that you're putting the bar high enough that that it's rewarding when you actually hit it
0: James i'm curious if we can go back to you for a second and talk about um what advice would you have for somebody that wants to set a 3 year vision cuz you know there's all sorts of different time horizons some there's that tw- the book like the 12 week year and there's there's a lot of different um, ways to think about goal setting and um, what's the benefit of like vision casting three years out and is it challenging? Is there any things that you can, any tips that you can maybe share that would help somebody create their own three-year vision?
1: Yeah. So it, it is, I, I guess to answer that last question, it, it, it is actually really challenging. It maybe seems um, simple once you look at the final product, but it's really challenging to, um, to I guess, probably get it all down on paper. For me, I have a lot of, um, you know, things that bounce around in my head all the time. And I'm always thinking about what we're going to be doing and where we're going and all those components. And so I actually found a process um, to help write um the the three-year vision and the reason I think three years is really important. So if you go five years, it's kind of like, it's part of our EOS model, but it's, it's, it's like so long five years is like actually an eternity in today's world. You know, so many things can change and same with 10 years. I think those are still important to look at like long-term where are we going, but you can't really probably break down tangible goals in that side, but in a three-year window, um th- those are still like close enough that you can break those down into achievable um s- pieces or segments and then a one year is just like we'll we'll always do a one year but that's just too short cuz by the time you get there it's already over um type of deal so it's it, to me it's like kind of the perfect middle ground to stretch um where we can go as a business that's still achievable but it's not too short that you know it's really not gonna affect anything. So um I guess that's kind of a high level um look at it for me. So I'll spend I guess uh, just a, a quick point on this. I'll spend probably I'm actually gonna go for the weekend, I'll probably spend four days just just thinking. That's about it and writing, that's it. Um and then for the next couple of months I'll spend um kind of breaking that down and making it uh i guess more tangible it's not just thoughts and you know outlining it where people can understand where that's going to be
0: and how disciplined do you stay with it say a year and a half in as you you know as the landscape changes you get more information is it something that it's um a clear enough defined i guess does it ever change along the way yeah so i think the vision doesn't change but the strategy can so
1: with that like i think that's an important point like hey this is where we're going and even five or ten years out like this is where we're going but i think the ability to still like shift strategy because you don't know what's going to happen in the markets you don't know what's going to happen there's all kinds of unknowns but i think the good part is if if you know like hey this is where we're going. You know, a good I think good example is like, hey, if I tell you I'm going to build this type of house, I say, hey, we're building a timber framed mountain lodge, and it's going to look like this, and it's going to be like this, and it's going to feel like this. Then the people that operate the business, you know, really, this is Robert's role is to take that vision and make sure it happens in the business. It's um, and so how that happens doesn't necessarily have to be uh set up set in stone it needs to be like this is where we're going and this is the roadmap to it so then you can take an architect and have them draw it as such you can take uh mason and he can do the foundation and the you know all those components but the method and Everybody's going to do things a little bit different and those aren't necessarily as important and they can change over time like you get the site condition maybe becomes different. Um, Once you actually start digging the hole you're like oh shoot this is here like that shouldn't be a roadblock you just have to figure out how do we adapt our strategy to fit around that to keep getting to the
0: end goal where where we're going. Something that I'm curious about and maybe speak to other leaders or other companies that could benefit is just when leadership sets these goals and they set vision. And um, how do you how do you get emotional buy in from the employees and the rest of the organization?
2: Yeah, I guess I can uh, I can go first here. So, I mean, to me, there there's parts of those, I guess, when we're working towards, you know, like a bigger overarching goal um and then there's goals within like you know individual departments or um or within the individual people um and I, and i think having them be engaged in that process you know in the development and i think that helps with the commitment side of it if they're part of it and can be engaged in the process and saying hey here's you know here's how we can accomplish that or here's some things that we can do um i think that helps instead of just always it's always one sided just saying, hey, you have to do this. So I think um, the more we can engage our people in that process, the better off um, we can be. And then I I think uh, being able to hold each other accountable um, to those things um, helps with it. So I think everybody likes to, you know, um, hit their goals and and help each other hit the goals. So I think being able to celebrate that stuff um, is, is good too.
1: I guess, you know, Robert sort of summed up what I think really if at a leadership level, if you set some company goals or um, initiatives that we're going to accomplish, it's really has to, we don't actually do any of the work in reality, right? So it's got to be going and working with the teams that are actually going to do the work and showing them that, hey, what you do matters in this process and how Can we help you set goals that are going to align with the company goals um, to accomplish that project? You know, kind of talking about from that vision piece, it's real similar. Like if I don't give you the right roadmap of where we're going and you think that we're building a stucco house and I'm thinking, Hey, we're building a timber frame house. They might be working super hard, but not on the right things or the right goals. And all of a sudden, it becomes kind of a mess, even though everybody's working super hard, but so showing them, Hey, here's where we're going and here's why we're doing what we're doing and what you do matters to the process and how um, we're going to get there is only based on each individual person um, contributing the, and doing their role to the best of their
0: ability. yeah, uh, And just, just wrapping up here kind of, is there anything that you do um, besides, I guess, hold meetings with um, the, the team, but that keep people focused on the goal? I think like whenever we set new goals in the beginning of the year, it's uh, ever, everyone's very motivated. And then, you know, come June um, you know, we're kind of in that, I guess, uh, the motivation sometimes wears off and it, it is there anything that you guys have found as leaders to kind of reinvigorate or kind of, um, help maintain that, that focus on achieving?
1: Yeah, I think that's a great question. Um, Danny, probably similar to, you know, new Year's starting now and everybody has their, uh, um, all right, here's, here's what I'm going to do in 2022. And, you know, probably joining the gym is probably one of the key or, uh, biggest things people do. And then, you know, not long after they quit, um, I'm probably guilty as anybody of doing such a thing. But for me, that I think the thing that really has helped us as an organization is using the EOS model. So it's continuous communication, it's continuous. um, You talked about those meetings, like, so we we do our L10s, we do, you know, uh, quarterly reviews, And then, obviously, weekly, we meet one-on-one with our direct reports and say, hey, are we still meeting these? So, to me, it's about communication. It's about making sure people um, understand where we're going and why we're doing what we're doing. But then also making sure we stay in contact with them, like, are there things that are roadblocks to them? Or are there things that we need to shift or change along the way to help them achieve their goals? And so it's really got to be about their goals. Otherwise, if it's my goal, then it's, you know, they're not as invested into it. So how do we help them achieve their goals? How do we help remove roadblocks um, so they can accomplish the things they need to accomplish?
2: Yeah, I think, you know, adding uh, some thoughts to that, I I do think the EOS process has helped us, you know, having that consistency um, where you are, you know, Following up on that quarterly weekly touch and base are we on track off track um, type um, type of follow up and, and the communication around that um, one one thing i I guess think of just adding in there is w- when we set those annual goals and in the process really you should be breaking those down into quarterly um, quarterly goals that are helping you get there and then and then you're having uh you know making basically the smart goals out of those. you're going to get X done by X date. And I think making those, it kind of goes back to your maybe opening question about like, what are realistic and kind of what's a stretch. And, and to me, like, I just go, I think about like the going to the gym example is it seems like a lot of people, um, it's such a, it's such a fundamental shift for them. Like it's too much all at once. So it's not I guess they, they, it's not something like, it's really kind of a lifestyle um, change that you're committing to at that point. And if they do, if they do it in a way that's, that's not realistic for their situation or whatever else, then it doesn't take them long to just fall off the bandwagon. So they're like, Hey, I'm going to go five days a week to the gym. Um, And they only last for two weeks and then they drop their membership because they just know they can't sustain that. So it's really maybe taking those, those long-term goals, breaking them down into things that are achievable um, and then making steady progress on them instead of just like thinking of maybe if maybe it's over some period of time that you would get yourself to transition into the gym and make sure that you're doing it, that it's gonna fit your lifestyle and you're committed to it. Otherwise, it's probably gonna be that two-week fad and you're gonna fall into the statistics
0: are there any goals that FCP has this year that you would like to highlight or share with the audience?
1: From a company level, I talked about earlier, you know, really the the highest level goals or initiatives that we have as an organization are going to be around our people and our culture. Um, That's like, to me is always number one. And I, you know, I know John wasn't able to, stay on the call, but he's done a fantastic job at, um, helping push that forward. Robert's done an amazing job at taking those teams and pushing them forward as well. Um, and, you know, really living out our core values. We've, uh, we feel like we have the organization at this point where we have all the right, um, people from a cultural standpoint and core value standpoint, which is to me is, um, I guess probably humbling and super exciting, you know, just, it's amazing. And then really we're, you know, sustainability and scalability are a really big thing for us um, for um, now and in for the future as well. Like we're not looking to just finish this year out. We're looking like, what's the next 10 or 20 or 30 years look like? How do we, how do we become a great company that can sustain that? And that, those are, um at the highest level like what we're thinking about every day
2: yeah i think uh just from my side adding adding to that just on a on a people a people focused side of things um i think one thing just on an overarching kind of goal is 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 adding you know more people to the team and and continue to develop people within the company to be able to you know step into new roles as those opportunities um evolve. And and right now, um for me, just thinking through it, you know, at the end of the year, a lot of the focus in some of these areas is is really, you know, building upon the teams that are in place um and and getting them to a place um where they're they're more um as James has, has mentioned in some of those overarching goals of sustainability and scalability and um, embedding those, those, those values and everything um, is making sure that we have the team set up um, to grow and, and do it in the right way. So some of the, some of the areas like in, in construction, for example, you know, it's a smaller team and, and kind of building in that and just really building a, a, a really solid team that's in place to continue to grow into the future um, is a big focus for me. So I guess just for for people to be thinking about that as, as the business grows, that opens up more opportunities. And, and if they know any, any people that fit, you know, our culture, um, and, and believe in our core values, um, I think adding those people to the teams that we have, um, is, is uh, is one of the things that I guess I'm thinking about on how do we, uh, how do we align all those things in 22.